Oh my goodness, you crazy son of a bitch. Do you have any idea what you've just done? You've just discovered the Marks and Lestrap Show Podcast Hour. This is the show that may or may not be an hour long based on your perception of time and how much I've got to say. So strap yourselves in and prepare your ears for the journey of a lifetime with your host of the Martin Lestrap Show Podcast Hour, me, you idiot. Welcome, everybody, to the Martin Lestrap Show Podcast Hour. This is episode number 120, and as many of you know, especially those of you who are my most loyal listeners and have for the past 119 episodes kept up with this uh, insane audio journey that, uh, that, I, that I embarked on a couple of years back, you guys know that uh, anytime I have an episode that, that is divisible by the number 10, I feel an obligation to do something special or something, something that represents the occasion appropriately. It feels like the sort of number that needs to be recognized. And so this, being episode number 120, is another such occasion. And given that, uh, this, this sort of, I don't know, this arbitrary rule that I, that I feel the need to, to follow, since it is based in the number 10, then it kind of sort of made sense to me that for this week's episode, for episode number 120, I would... Uh, kind of sort of pay homage to to uh well i don't know to 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 the youtube show that uh, that i do with my brother greg if you are not familiar with the youtube show that i that i do with my brother greg first of all what's your problem what's your stinking problem we 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 work very hard on it but um but otherwise if you're not familiar with it it's called the greg and martin 10 minute chat hour and um and you know it's it's We've done eight episodes of the Greg and Martin ten minute chat hour, uh, and we haven't done any. We haven't done any since episode number number eight, primarily because I I now live in Las Vegas, Nevada, and my my brother Greg continues to live in Burbank, California. So we are, um, you know, roughly four hundred miles apart, and um, so so doing a, a weekly YouTube show. Uh, logistically is, you know, not terribly convenient. We're definitely going to do more. But for now, you know, consider it on a hiatus. That said, there are eight episodes. And they are all very good episodes that uh, that Greg and myself are very, very proud of. So this week on the Martinless Drop Show Podcast Hour, I decided to to share the first half of those eight episodes. I'm going to share... Uh, the first four episodes in their entirety this week. And um, I would explain the premise to you, but uh, but the truth is, at the beginning of episode one, Greg and I, are, we, we actually, we, we already explained the premise. And, well, I don't know, gosh, if you're, if, if, if you're a fan of the podcast and you have not yet watched our, our YouTube series, <laughs> I paused for a second because... I, I I was I guess I guess I don't know what to what to call it for for one half of a second I think I was going to refer to it as a podcast or something but you know a YouTube series. Um. Anyway, if you're a fan of the podcast and you haven't listened to see that that's what I was trying to avoid. I didn't say listen to the ten minute chat hour, but you're supposed to listen and watch it. However, 
However, even though it is an audio-visual medium, it is a, it's, it's, you know, it's primarily based in uh, storytelling. My brother Greg and myself telling you stories, or at the very least, sharing opinions that ultimately probably turn into us telling stories, and each episode has a, has a particular theme. And the first episode of the Greg and Martin 10-Minute Chat Hour, the theme is spoilers. And um, and I guess I could kind of sort of leave it at that, then I'll, I'll, I'll let you listen to it in just a second. Um, although I can tell you this, that we well, when we recorded it, the, the most recent Star Wars movie, Star Wars Episode... I guess it's uh, Star Wars Episode 7, Force Awakens. It had just barely come out. Greg and I had not yet seen it. And so it seemed like a good opportunity to for us to to give our thoughts on the uh, on the overall idea, the, the the theme, the issue, if you want to call it that, of spoilers. So um, so yeah, let's start with that. So here is episode one of the Greg and Martin Ten Minute Chat Hour. Welcome to the Greg and Martin Ten Minute Chat Hour. My name is Martin Straps. Why did you go first? I just figured that it would be better because your name is first. That's true. So you would think that I would have been the one to say, this is Greg. My name is Greg. Hi, my name is Greg. And I'm, well, I'm Greg's more uh, successful and (laughs) famous brother. And as of this recording. That's fair. YouTube superstar. And this is the show where we pick a topic and we talk about it for 10 minutes only. That's it. When this, this timer right here, Mm -hmm. can you see the timer? It says 10 minutes. When that 10 minutes is up, it's going to start beeping. In when fact, it, you've talked about that far too long. This is episode one. We don't have time Spoiler. to waste on this. Whatever this is, I was, we don't have time for that. We have to, let me tell them about the timer. The timer goes off. We stop talking. That's it. Conversation over. That was like 15 seconds. End titles. We haven't even got to the topic of the episode. There's, we have a topic? Yeah. I thought we were just talking about the timer. Yeah, no. Spoiler alert. Ah, hashtag spoilers. spoilers. Uh, yeah, so spoilers. Right now. Star Wars Episode Seven. It's out. It's right out. now. You're probably watching it right this second. And despite what you might be thinking. If you're watching it right this second, I think watching a, a, a web series is probably rude. If well, you're in a theater, that's another Kind of rude, although you're watching Episode 1 of our, of our, of our show. What the hell is this? I, basically, we talk for 10 minutes, and then we stop. That's it. We, All we, right. we discussed that. Can they see us? You, really, you want to revisit that? They can see us, though. They can see us. There's a camera. This isn't a podcast. See, Martin is wow. Martin, Martin has a podcast. It's called the Martin Lestrap Show Podcast Hour. It's the show that may or may not be an hour long, depending on your perception of time and how much I have to say. But they don't see me when I do it. No, they don't, because it's a podcast. This is, this is uh, on YouTube, I'm guessing. It's not a bad idea. There's a camera. In fact, that would go a long way towards making me a YouTube superstar, which I am as of this recording. That's right. Hashtag. That's right. YouTube superstar. YouTube superstar. Here he is. Star Wars Episode Seven. Neither one of us have seen it. I haven't seen it. So here's what we don't want. What? We don't want you guys to tell us what it's about. Please. Before we've seen it. Yeah. And you know what? And I... And there are people, you know, there are people out there who, who are just like, oh, well, you know what? If you If you haven't seen it... Uh, then maybe you should just stay off of social media mm-hmm. for a week or two or however long. You know, yeah. that that thing sold out like crazy fast. Yeah. I didn't get my tickets. And quite frankly, 
I'm doing a little, uh, as you like to say, pleasure delaying. Yes. He loves that. Hashtag pleasure delay. Hashtag pleasure delay. I want to, you know, I, I want to ease up to it. I'm going to watch it in maybe a couple weeks, yeah. maybe a month. Yeah. I don't know. But why? Maybe we want to wait for the crowds to ease down a little bit. And at, at our at our leisure, because it's not going anywhere anytime no, soon. No, no, no. It's going to be in theater be, for a while. Yeah. So maybe we want the, the, the crowds to die down. And maybe yeah. in the meantime, we want to see what's happening on Facebook. Yeah. And yet, yeah. we can't do that. Because there's, you know, there's going to be... There's the threat of people talking about it. Mm -hmm. But it's not just Star Wars. Let me let me just point that out. This yeah. is like anything. Let's because, broaden the scope here. Yeah, because Martin is... Martin writes novels. Yeah, I'm an author. In addition to being a podcast mm -hmm. uh, person and YouTube superstar. <laughs> as of this recording. As of this recording. As of episode one. Can mm -hmm. we take a second to talk about how amazing that is? No, we can't because we have ten minutes. One exactly. episode We in, don't even have ten One minutes. episode in. I'm a YouTube superstar. Congratulations. Can I tell you this? Here, what? I haven't checked my calls yet. Yeah. But I am 100% convinced that uh, the producers of Dancing with the Stars oh. uh, have left a yeah, message. I'm sure. Based on this I'm episode I'm sure alone. of that, Martin. I'm sure of that. So here's the thing. Martin wrote this a wonderful novel called Inside the Outside. Oh, thank you. Now, uh, you spent, uh, what, five years writing that mm -hmm. thing? Forever. It was kind of obnoxious out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, dude, it's just publish it already. Okay? Mm -hmm. But no, he was meticulously crafting this novel, and, and he spent a long time creating an experience for people. Yes. And I, I have a feel like, how would you feel? I'm going to let's make this personal. How would you feel, Martin, if I went on social media yep. and said, hey, Martin, great book inside the outside. Terrific novel. Thank you. I love how when you get to the ending, you find out that the lead character, Timber Marlowe, is a vampire. Dude. What? You just spoiled the I ending. I did spoil the ending, but it's actually it's a good book. So still read it. Yeah, still read it. Spoiler. No vampires and in inside the outside. In which case, I don't know whose book you read, but it sounds it's good. A, it's a good book. It sounds whatever good. Whatever that is. <laughs> but how would you, but how would you feel? I mean, you've worked really hard. I would hard. be very because here's the thing, because as you know, uh, w when I have occasion to uh, to you know, because once in a while, you know, I'm I'm invited to talk, maybe give a speech, go do a book signing, something of that nature. And if I'm encountering somebody who hasn't read the book yet, yeah. I'm always very aware of the tightrope of right. you know engaging them in conversation, talking about the book. But I don't want to, you know... You don't want to ruin an experience I don't wanna, you know, for somebody. And may, maybe they're not going to read the book today. Maybe right. they're going to read it a year from now. I still want them to have the ability to enjoy right. that experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, and it's everybody's right to do that. Sure. To enjoy, to enjoy a story without knowing the ending ahead of time. But what, what my point was, as creators... And, and, you know, I make films and I write songs. And I have a, some puppets called mm -hmm. The Foreheads. Yeah. Uh, their, their first video, it's called Don't Let Him In. And mm -hmm. there is, you know, a surpri really? there's a surprise ending yeah. at the end. Yeah. And it's kind of the whole, it, they're singing a song and the whole song is leading up to this one moment at the end. And I think if, you know, and I want people mm -hmm. not to know what's, what's coming. I want, I want them to have that experience. Alfred Hitchcock did the same with Psycho. Absolutely. He had a whole marketing campaign based on when you go to see the movie, don't tell the secrets. Mm -hmm. And again, master storyteller. Master storyteller. But also master marketing. Sure, sure, sure. That was also good marketing. Yeah. But he, you know, he understood as well as anybody that, you know, watching a movie engaging in a good story it's an experience it's a wonderful experience like like you know for example uh next year again whenever you're watching this but as of now next year batman versus superman is coming out mm -hmm. i'm terribly excited for that uh, you're scared though too aren't you a little bit but no i'm not scared there's no way i'm not gonna like that movie what if you know the ending first 
I oh see I don't That's I don't want to know saying. the ending right and beyond that I, I if I can avoid it I don't even watch the previews I just I I, I watch the first really good okay previews. you're getting carried away I love trailers. As long as the trailers don't give too much. You know what? That's true. That's true. But here, here's something that's worth talking about. Hmm. Um, let's say we're talking about something like The Walking Dead. And, you know, it comes on a certain day of the week. And, you know, a large number of the country watches it at the same time. And mm-hmm. then everyone else watches it on DVR or whatever. Um, what about Netflix? What you know, about Netflix? Netflix that's does a good point. Original programming. What if, you know, the new season of uh, Orange is the New Black right. or Daredevil? And everybody's raving about it. Everybody's... And the great thing about Netflix and streaming in general is I get to consume my entertainment on my own schedule. Yeah. That's the whole appeal of being able to stream. Yeah. I get to watch it whatever day of the week that I want to watch it. I don't have to be in front of my set at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. tuning into you know ABC or whatever. I get to choose my schedule. <clears throat> Some people like to watch an entire season in one sitting, mm-hmm. you know, just blast it out uh, in a weekend. Some people like to stretch it out. I don't. I don't want to ruin. I, you know, I want to save it a little. I don't. Yeah. I, when I get to a book, I'm one of those people who I'm like at the last ten pages, I'll like start reading two pages at a time because it's like I know the end is coming and I've mm-hmm. really been enjoying this experience. I don't want to just you know get to the end of it. I'm trying to you know yeah. save it a little. And luck, it. luckily for you, nobody reads, so you don't have to worry about. That <laughs> I don't on have social to worry media. about book spoilers well, until the movie comes. Yeah, out. but if it's like Daredevil and and, and somebody goes on Facebook right. and they're like. Man, I just binge watched Daredevil. It's amazing. I can't believe at the ending that he finally fell in love with Superman. Right. Or right. no, I think he was a vampire. Oh, oh, oh. Or was oh. that Timber Marlowe? That was Timber Marlowe. I can't remember. But you kind of get the idea. But I think we've all, if you're not if you're the kind of person who doesn't like to know what happens at the end of the movie before you see the movie, you probably work with people or go to school with people or uh whatever Mm -hmm. hang out in bars with people who just love when they find out that you haven't seen something they they're just dying to tell you the ending Mm -hmm. and so and you know i mean i i love having a secret like that Mm -hmm. you know knowing that i know the ending and you don't and Mm -hmm. boy are you gonna love it you're gonna be oh you're just gonna love let me ask you a question and that's okay i think that's fine to say you know i think you're gonna oh my god you're not gonna believe the ending that Mm -hmm. movie but leave it there yeah let me ask you this question let's say you and i we eventually watch star wars Okay. And we're so excited about it. And we're in Starbucks. Right. What's the etiquette of you and I having a conversation amongst ourselves, but in a public setting where somebody might hear it, but they haven't seen it. They don't want us to spoil it. You know, I, honestly, I don't, I don't really see the point of talking about surprise endings. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if it's like a crazy, I mean, I've had conversations, like Mulholland Drive. You know, that movie was sure. great. You know, you see that and it's like, whoa, what was that? And mm-hmm. I had that conversation and it's hard to have a conversation uh, about something like that without actually talking about it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're in a public place, it's it's people are going to say what they're going to say. But I think if you're trapped in a break room with somebody and you know, uh And there's that. That was episode one of the Greg and Martin 10-Minute Chat Hour. So now, again, if you're not familiar with the show and this is your first time hearing, uh, at the very least, the audio portion of the YouTube series that my brother Greg and I do, then um, then now you know the premise. So the premise is we, we talk for 10 minutes and we have a timer. And when the 10 minutes is up, we stop. No matter where we are, if we're in the middle of the story, we are just done. 
Uh, that particular episode, um, I don't know, Greg, Greg was the one that got cut off. Uh, sounds like he was going to make a point about uh, being in a public space and people, uh, you know, talking about uh, a movie or something that you don't want to see. Um, then what do you do about that? So I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where he was going to go with that. But I know. I know how I feel about that. And I. I genuinely. I genuinely hate when. <laughs> well, I hate spoilers in general. Um. I. I. I hate when uh, people are. I hate when people have like. I don't know. What do I hate? I hate when people make up these sort of arbitrary rules and they're like, well, you know what? The movie's been out for three days, so I give you three days. If you haven't seen it, then that's your fault. I'm going to talk about it out loud anywhere I want. And of course, you know, if you want to talk about a movie, certainly, obviously, it's well within your rights. But, you know, I, I, I always try to be aware of that stuff. I, in fact, Greg's, what Greg was talking about, you know, um, that's the, the, the whole public space thing. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to get into a whole 10 minute chat. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just share this quick story to to tag uh, to tag on to the episode one which is i was uh i was i was i was in a room and there was three girls who were also in the room and one of the girls was talking about going out on a date with her boyfriend and he wanted to see creed the the what well, it's it's tech, it's a rocky movie but it's not it's you know it's part of the rocky franchise it's in the rocky universe and so, you know, this girl couldn't care less about Rocky or the Rocky franchises, and she would have no idea that the Rocky movie franchises represent a really, really big part of my childhood, and I, and I, and I have tremendous affection for them. But at that point, I had not yet seen Creed, and I didn't want to know anything about it. I say at that point, I still haven't seen Creed, but I'm going to. Anyway, so, you know, here she is, not caring about the movie and not caring about the franchise and really just wanting to talk about this this date she was on with her girlfriends and, and I didn't know what to do because I figured if any, any, I don't know, in my head, it seemed like if I just abruptly left the room, it would look strange or something. I don't know. So whatever, whatever. Luckily, what I think what I ultimately tried to do was just uh, do some, some sort of mental exercise where I could close off my ears without actually, you know, plugging my ears as best as I can recall, she didn't really spoil anything for me, so so there so there is that. So so anyway, that was episode one. Spoilers, which brings us to episode number two of the Greg and Martin ten minute chat hour, and for this one, the theme is cars. Specifically, uh, we call this one car drama rama, and well, I, I, I guess primarily because uh, Greg and I both have had our share of of car drama. And you are about to hear, well, I was going to say you're about to hear all of it. You can't possibly hear all of it. But you're going to hear about what we talked about for 10 minutes on episode two. So, here you go. Welcome, everybody, to the Greg and Martin 10-Minute Chat Hour. This yeah. is episode number two. My name is Martin Lestraps. And I'm Greg Lestraps. And we're going to talk to you for 10 minutes. And uh, because this is episode two, this is episode two. We'll talk about something different. And how has it been? Like it's been a week. Yep. Uh, so what's it like? A week of being a YouTube uh, superstar. Sensation. Crazy. Is it superstar or sensation? Superstar. A YouTube superstar. Hashtag Martin is a YouTube superstar as of episode one. Wow. Um, That's. Uh, and when you catchy. spell Martin's, 
the, the possessive apostrophe will come between the N and the S. But do you put that in there? Not, not in the hashtag. Because you don't do it that breaks in up the hashtag. Punctuation has no place in a hashtag. No, no, no. Except Treat, for the actual hashtag. That's the only yeah, punctuation. Yeah, tree cheer punctuation and a hashtag like Cormac McCarthy yeah, in his novels, yeah. which is it doesn't exist. Right, right. Uh, so what's today's 10-minute episode about? Uh... You know what? Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was on uh, I was on Facebook, mm-hmm. and, and you posted a little something. Is a picture of uh, somebody had written a note to you, mm-hmm. kind of a love note, except yeah, not uh, you know maybe a slightly different emotion. Yeah. But what what did the note say exactly? Uh, what was the wording of that? Well, okay. So I was I was having lunch. I, yeah. I finished a very nice meal. Uh-huh. I left the restaurant. I got in my car, and you know, yeah. in the windshield, I could see some paper in there, mm-hmm. and I knew it wasn't a parking ticket or anything like that. So Pro- I wasn't. It was probably a phone number. Probably because you know they're think because they I'm thinking they saw episode one. Yeah, YouTube superstar, and I think I right. recognize that YouTube superstar mm-hmm. in right. that in that. So I got out and I got mm-hmm. I got the note. Mm-hmm. And a very lovely handwriting. So right away, that was the one thing that struck me immediately. Mm-hmm. This is some really nice penmanship. Thinking, this person has amazing penmanship. Yeah. And lovely, yeah. And it says, "Truly, uh, you park like a jackass." <laughs> That's right. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. was which was confusing because right. uh, the first right. half I thought they were mad. And was it even a holiday? Uh, it was a holiday season. Okay, holiday yeah, season. that's fine. And but then I also thought, you know what? That's that's that. I, I I had mixed feelings. On the one hand, that's very polite. But on the other hand, why do they hate Jesus? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, I think you know because because uh, I've 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 heard from Fox News that he's the reason for the season. So why would you say why would you say Happy Holidays when you're when you're complaining about my parking? Um, hashtag. Well, maybe, but you know what? Actually, you let's put it in some kind of context. Sure. Maybe jackasses are really good at parking. Oh, see, I didn't yeah. consider that. I don't. I don't know where they're coming from. You don't know. They're yeah. coming from where? Yeah. Well, let's try to figure this out. What was the parking situation? Was it a parallel parking situation? Or no. Was it, it oh, was, this was a very standard. Think of parking lot. Think of it as a yeah shopping center parking okay. lot. Very okay. standard. Now, I here here's what I do remember: the car that was next to me. Mm-hmm. They certainly were parked like a jackass. I didn't write them a note. Okay. So you know, if if I had to compensate a little bit, mm-hmm. but even with even with my compensation, I, you're you're gonna have to take so my let, word for it. So let's say let's say that these are the parking lines. Sure. And your car was it a little, or was it on top of the line? I was. Were you angled? I a was little bit? absolutely inside of the lines. You're inside. Might have been line. a slight angle, but I, but I but I did I did not molest either one of the lines. I should hope not, because <laughs> then you're going to have to move to yet another state. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'll have to talk yeah. to all the neighbors all and we're, the neighbors let them explain know explain everything. Which yeah. is always, you know, it's never uh, it's never a conversation I look forward to having twice. No, you know, yeah, especially if you know, everybody's not home, then I have to go back and talk to you know the rest of the yeah. family. Yeah, it's a whole gimmick. Don't even worry about but it. Parking is tricky. But but here's the other thing. Here's the other thing that I'm. <laughs> Not to change the subject, uh, but 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 here here's the here's the one thing. On the one hand, you brought up some great context that maybe Thank you. maybe that's why I'm here. Jackasses park really well in this maybe person's world, maybe, and that's maybe cool. that was a compliment. Here's here's the other thing that I thought um, was what if what if because again the handwriting was so lovely that right. uh, as like the, the, and are you sure there was no phone number on there? You uh, park like a jackass. Happy holidays. Here's please my call me. Call me. Hashtag YouTube superstar. <laughs> Maybe they forgot to put that part. I think, as I recall, your your hashtag was like ten times longer than that. Well, obviously, yeah, it's a hashtag yeah. 
YouTube superstar. Needless to say, she, she wrote the whole thing. Yeah, it, it yeah, was all in yeah, there, except yeah, maybe yeah. it got cut off. But I'm thinking, what if? Here, you said she. I also assumed it was a woman. Is well, that because, sexist? I have no idea. Mm, but the handwriting. The it's, handwriting. If this was like, if we were like forensic detectives, we'd be like, well. The first thing we would say is, oh, this is, this is a. This it is was female. sexy handwriting, which also threw me off because she's sexy. not being very nice to me. But, but the handwriting's nice. But let's let's be honest. You kind of like that. A little. You bit. actually find that sexier. She also has a kid. Hashtag my, my... Martin thinks it's sexy when chicks are not nice to him. Yes. Yeah. Hashtag true story. So I in in my in my in my imagination, she has a kid old enough to be <laughs> bossed around because it is Vegas. Yeah, and so she's she's in her car and she sees somebody next to me. Maybe the guy who messed up again. The guy is the one who parked poorly next to me. She Obviously. and she's thinking definitely that guy parks like a jackass, and right. so she writes a note. But you know it's sweet because she's thinking about YouTube superstar, right. but writing this guy an angry note. Writes the note, gives it to her kid, yeah. and she's like, "Yo, yo, put this on that windshield because I need that jackass to know how yeah. I feel, even though I'm not going to be here for him to you know see this." And so her kid, you he know, doesn't he, know which car. Yeah, and so he's thinking, she which just car? points in the general direction that car over there. And she's so lost in her haze of thinking about YouTube, YouTube superstar, superstar Martin Lestrange mm-hmm. that she says, "Just, just put it on the car. I don't have time for this." So he goes right. and he puts it on the car that makes the most sense to him, which is mine. Even though he was supposed to put it on the other guy's you car, you know, this story makes absolute sense. I'm, I'm almost positive this is how it went down. I'm, you know what? The more we talk about See, it, the, the it was actually it was a, actually a nice note. I'm glad we used. I'm, I'm glad we talked about this. Yeah, yeah I think you we worked feel that much out. better about it. I'm gonna have a sip of coffee. Go for it. But we've no, we've, we've both had car drama. Dude, I've had <laughs> hashtag car drama rama. Nailed it. I like that. Very good. Yeah, car drama rama. I parking because you know I I'm a native Los Angelino. I was born in this city. I didn't all, I didn't live here every single day of my no, life. But I've, most of it. But most of it. I've lived here for a long time. I live in Burbank and Burbank is uh man, Burbank is tricky because mm-hmm. we now look, Burbank is a lovely town. If you drive down the streets of Burbank, one of the things that you're going to notice is, wow, these streets are lovely. These mm-hmm. trees, yeah. there are trees everywhere. And yet I don't see any leaves. I don't see any trash. It comes mm-hmm. at a cost and it's street sweeping yep. and street sweeping. It, they don't do all the street sweeping on one day. They do it on alternate days. So this leaves you, if you have to park on the street, which in the all the time I've lived in Burbank, I've I've had to park on the street uh, at some point most of the time. And if I'm parking on the street, I have to remember which side, what day it is, what which am I parked on the right side? Mm-hmm. And if it's and sometimes you remember and it's like ten minutes too late. It's mm-hmm. like oh, it's uh, I already got a ticket. And then you go outside. I've su- I've supplied the city of Burbank mm-hmm. with so much money in parking tickets yeah. you're welcome city in fact you have cleaned up the streets of burbank yeah effectively yeah for the last yeah. several years or have stood in the way of the street cleaning there's always that yeah. one greg's greg's car shaped area that has leaves <laughs> and trash in it and mm-hmm. that's that that is my fault i apologize have you that. ever been in a car accident probably who hasn't who, everybody's been in a car accident but you, know, I, you yeah not only have i been in a car accident yeah. Uh, my first car accident, and I was 16 years old, mm-hmm. and I had my driver's license for about uh, three weeks. I remember this. And it was, a, here's the thing. So I had my license for three weeks. Uh, I was working at Taco Bell at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, put myself through driving school. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful American dream story. Mm-hmm. You know, pay, paid my way through driving school. Uh, got my driver's license. Driving for three weeks. I was making an unprotected left turn on a street that was that I, that I it was around the corner from right where I grew up. I knew of this street and this signal for 16 years. Mm. Apparently, you're I did, big on unprotected accidents. I love those. Those, those, are, those, 
Those are the best best ones to have. Those are the best ones. Hashtag Planned Parenthood. (laughs) So so I was making an unprotected left turn, but I didn't know it. There was like two cars in front of me Mm -hmm. and they were just rolling. It was like it was it was like a circus. Like this is easy. Driving is easy. They turn, he turned. I'm gonna go ahead and turn. Mm -hmm. Uh, the car that was coming down the street. What what could possibly happen? They had no idea that I was gonna go ahead and turn. They were coming, they're probably thinking he's gonna stop or keep going. I think I didn't either. I think I got to the middle of the intersection and I thought, that car's coming awfully fast. Why don't I wait here and see what happens? <laughs> and uh, they were coming downhill. Yeah. And then uh, they hit me very hard. The car spun around. That's interesting because yeah. some people in that same situation might hit the accelerator no, a little harder. No, 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 no. No. You, you hesitate long enough in their for path. a nice T bone collision. Oh, okay. Uh, and there was, you know, there, there was fire engines and there was police cars. And I swear, Everybody, there was people that I hadn't seen in years. Everybody I'd ever met in my life <laughs> drove there? by. They drove by that <laughs> accident and they slowed down. And uh, and wow. you know it, it was it was and and then you know the the people in the other car. One of them was taken away on a stretcher. Ooh. Somebody cracked. And I'm thinking, Dude. three weeks in, three weeks in. Wow. Here's the other thing. That was the summer of uh, of you know of OJ Simpson. And here oh, I was, you know, trying to make news. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. thinking, you know what? He's not the only one that can make news with the, with a high speed chase. Yeah. Hashtag, uh, oh, uh, well, is that it? And that was episode two. That was episode number two of the Greg and Martin 10-Minute Chat Hour. And, uh, yeah, you know, do, do I continue to have car drama? Not nearly as much as I had when I was, when I first got my license. I swear, I felt like uh, every... Every every couple of minutes, there was something happening. Uh, the the last um, significant car accident that I that I was involved in was uh, back in the year uh, 19, uh, 1998, I, I want to say, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't even my car. It was my friend's parents' car, which really kind of sucks because it's bad enough when you're getting into a car in your an accident in your own car, but when you get into a, an accident in somebody else's car. That really sucks. And in this case, it was my friend's parents and we weren't joyriding. So don't get, don't get that idea. I wasn't like a rebel or anything like that. Uh, they knew I was driving the car. It was, they, they'd asked me to drive the car. I was taking their, uh, their, their son was, had a, was going to the, to the homecoming dance and he needed a ride. And so, uh, I, he didn't have a license and my friend didn't have a license, but I had a license. And so they asked if I would go ahead and, and drive and you know they gave me a few bucks and uh you know he uh he wanted to he wanted to drive in his parents car which was a suburban a, a big huge fucking suburban uh i guess i guess i guess he liked it better than my car which is whatever it's fine i don't care um except you know i didn't really have a whole lot of experience driving the big fucking suburban that said the uh the the size of the car didn't uh it didn't have a I don't know. I don't think it had a huge impact on the accident. Ultimately, the accident wasn't my fault. Ultimately, but it was a, it was a big it was kind of a big deal. It was you know I remember, um, well I mean I remember the police officer who was there and it, he was kind of treating me and my friend actually my cousin was with us too and he was kind of treating us like you know we were colluding and trying to you know create a story of you know what what happened as opposed to just telling him the truth. Um, and I, eventually, you know, a, a few months later, I, I got served 
literally served with a, with a lawsuit. I was like 19 years old. It was fucking terrifying. I had my front door. I got served with a lawsuit. I was being sued by the other driver. And uh, ultimately, you know, a few weeks or months after that, I found myself uh, in court. It was a it was small claims court, but it was it was just like the courtroom stuff that you see on a uh, on TV, where you know there's there's the judge sitting there, and then two people standing at uh, their respective podiums, and they each get to tell their story. So it was like Judge Judy, but you know, without without the cameras and stuff. It was also very very dramatic too, because the uh, the, the the guy who was suing me. He had gone to several doctors and tried to get them to say that, you know, he suffered some injury. He was looking for a payday, really. I don't know what he thought he was going to get out of me. I was 19 in college. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any fun. The only money I had was like the 20 bucks I got to drive my brother's friend to the homecoming dance. And that money was already spent. So I, I, I don't know what he thought he was actually going to get out of me. Um, spoiler alert, nothing. But the judge ultimately decided that uh, it was the other guy's fault because it came out during a, not even in the testimony, but like in the pre, pre-trial stuff, whatever, pre-trial nonsense. He admitted to the insurance agency on my side of, of the game that uh, the moments before the accident, he took his eyes off the road to, to light a cigarette. And so that's all the judge had to hear. Once the judge heard that, it was case closed. And uh, and it was very exciting and dramatic. And then the other guy, well, the other guy, he was the only guy, the guy who was suing me, threw his arms up in the air and he said, what a world we live in. And then he stormed out the courtroom and threw the doors open and marched out. And then the judge looked over at his bailiff and he pointed and he says, go get him. And I was like, oh, shit, shit's about to get real. And then the uh, the insurance agent who was, in my mind, she was like my lawyer, but there's no lawyers in small claims court, but you know, she she kind of played the role of a lawyer in terms of like preparing me and stuff, and so she said we should get out of here while while the judge is grabbing him because we don't want to see this dude in the parking lot. And I'm like, that's that's good thinking because, you know, out in the parking lot it's just it's the wild west and who knows what the fuck's gonna happen. So we got out of there. So you know, that was a little bit more car dramarama for you, which brings us to episode three of the Greg and Martin ten minute chat hour. And in episode number three, we talk about life crush. We talk about life-crushing events because we, I guess we decided that we needed to bring, we need to bring the party down just, just a little bit. So, uh, Greg and I each share um, cr- cr- life-crushing stories that, uh, that you know, I mean, I mean, really, here's the thing: uh, a, a good life-crushing story for me isn't necessarily a bad thing because. You know, it's like it's 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 like in a fairy tale. In a fa- part of what makes fairy tales so wonderful is the ending. You know, we we get that, which is where that where the that cliche comes from—a fairy tale ending. But the reason a fairy tale ending is so wonderful and uplifting is because before the ending, life fucking sucked. Life was shit. Life was terrible. And then when you get the, the fairy tale ending, then it's like, oh, fuck, that's wonderful. And the reason it's so wonderful, it's wonderful in contrast to how bad things were before the fairy tale ending. So, uh, so for that reason, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I, a life crushing story, it's not a bad thing to me. I just see it as, uh, as, you know, just part of the, part of the fairy tale is my way of looking at it. So, um, so, you know, uh, I'm, I'm doing fine today. So it's my, my life crushing event is, 
is deals with my with my writing career. And so given that today uh, I'm happy, I'm very happy with uh, with the trajectory of my writing career, it uh, it you know it serves as a nice contrast to where I was during the during my my part of uh, the story that I told in episode three. So anyway, and also Greg tells a <laughs> Greg tells a, his life crush. Um, I'm not a hundred percent certain that uh, that the fairy tale ending ultimately uh, came out of that one, but that'll that'll be for him to discuss on a future future episode, I suppose. So anyway, um, here is episode number three, Life Crush. Welcome to episode three of the ten, Greg and Martin Ten Minute Chat Hour. Uh, I'm Greg Lestraps, and I am YouTube superstar Martin Lestraps. <laughs> yeah, he sure is. <laughs> Listen. Uh, Let's just say, hypothetically, mm-hmm. I mean, we know that this isn't the case, but let's say that episode one came out and you didn't become I a YouTube don't superstar. Even wanna think, I don't I know, even... it's tough to, and, it, and it's also kind of, you know, of course, well, it takes quite a stretch. It's quite a stretch of the imagination uh, you know, just to for, pretend that he didn't sake, become a YouTube superstar. For the sake superstar of this 10 minutes, I'll go with you on it. Okay. Where are you going? Is that a story that would be t- that you'd be telling for years to come? Would it, would it be that much of a disappointment to you? Or have you had bigger disappointments than that? Uh, th- than that, that might have been if, if that had actually happened. If hypothetically, and I can barely say it without laughing, if I wasn't enjoying a meteoric rise as a YouTube superstar mm-hmm. as of episode one, right? Uh, it would be pretty crushing. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. Just the thought of it, just the hypothetical would be crushing. It's bad. But here's the other thing. What? It wouldn't be the first life crush that I experienced. What? Yeah. You? Hashtag life crush. Hashtag life crush. I like that. That's good. Here's That's the easy. thing. Uh, you and I, we're, we're creative sorts. Mm-hmm. We take a lot of joy out of being creative. Right. Part of being creative is uh, is having an audience to sort of enjoy whatever creative stuff that you're putting out into the world. Right. But that also means that... There uh, are going to be tons of people who are going to make certain that that never happens. <laughs> that's, that's right? more, that is so, that's more true than I want it to be. Yeah. Now, now in my case, uh, I, you know, I'm, a, I, I'm an author. Mm-hmm. And while at this point, um, I have a, a couple of books available for people to read... There was a time. A couple. I have. You I have, have four. I have four novels. Four novels. For your pleasure. For your pleasure. Right. But before I had four novels, I had zero novels. Right. And the reason I had zero novels is I couldn't get them published. And uh, and so you know I, we only have ten minutes, so I'm I, I won't I won't bore you with the details. But basically, no catalog every one of your rejections <laughs> as a novelist. <laughs> I there we can cover that in ten several, minutes. Several, many. Well, we can we can. Uh, you know what? We're have com- you ever been rejected by the New Yorker? Um, have you sent a, a short story to the New Yorker? You know what? Odds are yes. All right. Odds good. are I probably have, and maybe also Playboy. That- you know they publish short stories. Oh, Playboy does. Those are good. Here, here's Those are good short stories. Here's the big one. So, uh, if you're an author, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, the, one of the most common things in the world is to try to get a literary agent because a literary agent they'll represent you and they'll get you mm-hmm. a nice big book deal. Right. And before you know it, you'll be on Good Morning America with Stephen King talking about some amazing thing you did. Mm-hmm. But you and every other writer wants a literary agent, so it's a competitive uh, deal. So yeah. uh, in 2005, uh, you know, about a decade or so ago, um, 
I found myself uh, in the rarefied air of having the opportunity to actually talk with a literary agent. Amazing. And, and, uh, and you know, because I think this, this was before I was a YouTube superstar, mm-hmm. but I think he saw something. I think he saw my, my future right. hashtag. Right, So he said, you know what? I would like to see what you're working on. So uh, about about a couple weeks later, I sent him the I sent him my first novel, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I was I was working hard on it, but it was also my first novel. So mm-hmm. you know whatever that means, probably wasn't my best work. Um, but I sent it to him, and as soon as I sent it to him, I knew I could see my whole future unfolding, and I knew how wonderful my life was going to be, and it's going to be a bestseller, mm-hmm. and they were going to make movies, and I was going to be on Good Morning America with Stephen King. Right. And so I was just waiting for the letter in which he told me that all that stuff was going to come true. And I waited a couple of months, and I, and I wasn't even worried, because I was like, you know what? He's he's basking in the glow of the amazing collaboration we're going to mm-hmm. have for the next several decades. Sure. And so I so I finally got a letter in the mail. Not only did I get a letter in the mail, I got it on my birthday. And I knew this was a sign. I knew there was, was no, a, there's no way. How was the how was the penmanship on the, <laughs> on the It was almost Was a, it attached to your window, your windshield? That would have been it would have been it was it was it, it was Remember that? That was a callback to episode 2. Yeah, hashtag callback. Yeah. So it, I got a letter on my birthday and I knew that this was a sign. There's it's, no way there's no way in the world. Nothing bad is going to come in the mail for you on your birthday. And impossible. No, no, no. And so I took this letter and uh, and then I opened it up and he. I'll go ahead and paraphrase. Please. He said, "I don't want your goddamned book." <laughs> wow. Again, I'm paraphrasing, wow. but that's pretty much what he said. That is some on ripe my birthday. language. And uh, so if you want to if you want to talk about life crushed. Holy goodness, that was a that was that was that was a tough one to come back that from. That is wow. That makes me sad. You know, you know what? Here's what'll make you feel better. Hmm. You don't even remember this, but I'll remind you. That same day, you took me to see a, a screening of uh, of uh, Match Point. Oh, and I remember it, that. And day. After, the, after the screening, uh, Woody Allen was there for a Q and A, and Scarlett Johansson. Everybody was there, and so that was she nice. was amazing. By and the then way. during the Q and A, I told Woody Allen, <clears> "Did you know that I got rejected today by the New Yorker?" He's never been rejected by the No, no, no. I don't think he has. But no. certainly, because you are a, you are an embarrassing disappointment. So certainly. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no. I, oh, I, oh. Believe me, yeah. I've got I've got rejection stories uh, for days mm-hmm. that we couldn't fit in ten minutes. But I'll tell I'll tell you one quick one. This is a this was this was a harsh one, and it wasn't a rejection actually. No, oh. it was actually the opposite of a rejection. Oh. What was that? Oh, I thought we ran out of time. No, no, no. I got nervous, too. No, no, no. Okay, I got to tell you this story. I'll make it quick, though, because we only have a few minutes left. But, um, okay, so in another life, I was a, uh, you know, would-be rock star. Mm -hmm. And um, I played around Hollywood, you know, played Mm -hmm. all the clubs. You know, I was a regular in, uh, you know, the Coconut Teaser, uh, the gig on Melrose, and other places. Played at, you know, House of Blues, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera, a bunch of places. And people actually liked you. And people, I actually had a following, and people would come out to see my shows, and uh, and it was a a pretty lively show. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we worked long and hard, and one, uh, we had just cut some demos, and my bass player at the time was working at Kinko's, which is now FedEx, Kinko's. Uh, he was working at Kinko's and he was, uh, playing our demo over the speakers, you know, just over and over for everybody, you know, for everybody that he worked with at Kinko's and it got, and he, he started to play the demo again and everybody's like, dude, enough with, <laughs> he's like, no, just one more time. I just want to hear it one more time. Cause I'm really yeah. proud of it. Whatever. He plays it one more time. A woman is in Kinko's making some uh, photocopies, mm-hmm. uh, for some band. 
that she manages. Oh. Big manager. She was actually, well, she was a, a manager. She was the assistant to the head manager of a very, very large uh, management company in Los Angeles. And uh, she said, uh, she went to the counter and she said, who is this? And he said, oh, this is my band. This is uh, my buddy is singing. And uh, she said, this, this is amazing. I want to, I want to meet everybody in the band. And, and so that's what happened. We, we met her. She was, and she, it was legit. And she worked for this huge company and she was very excited about us. And, you know, we did a, we did a showcase for her um, at Leeds rehearsal studio at North Hollywood. I don't think that's there anymore, but um, she loved it. She was like, okay, yeah, we just, let's, let's, I want to get you guys. I want to groom you and I want to, you know, get you, get you uh, record label Mm -hmm. ready I'll polish you guys up a bit. Mm-hmm. And so we were working on that. And um, it was a very, very exciting time. We were all really amped and we mm-hmm. were just ready to become rock I'm stars. We were you. ready to become rock stars. Could not wait. That's a great story. Yeah. We already like we already had our groupies picked out. Mm-hmm. We're like, I want to, you get this one, I get that one, and you know, that kind of thing. And this is the girlfriend. Your girlfriend is gonna be the one that breaks up the band. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend is gonna be the one that inspires everybody. She's mm-hmm. like the muse, and we were talking about all this stuff. We just mm-hmm. we just knew this was gonna happen. And uh, she's like, great, I'm going to take you to the, uh, when you guys are ready, I'm taking you to the head of the company and because he's going to be blown away. But I want to get to the point, you know, where it's undeniable. Mm-hmm. It's just, you are, you're just, your package is so slick and beautiful and he's just going to know, oh yeah, these mm-hmm. guys are stars, right? And uh, then I hadn't heard from her for a little while. It had been like a month, which mm-hmm. was really unusual for her because, you know, we were talking regularly and about the prospects because she was just as excited because she yeah. knew that I yeah. was going to be her ticket. She was going to be mm-hmm. my ticket. I was going to be her ticket. Yeah. And we were going to like take this rocket to the moon. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, I like uh, after a while, I had been trying to call her and uh, finally I got through <clears throat> and she said, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. Um, did I mention that I used to have brain cancer and I'd been in remission for a long time. And I said, no, you didn't. And she said, yeah. Uh, anyway, it's kind of back long story short. Cause I know we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. She, unfortunately we lost her and she, she passed away before anybody oh. knew. Who, and, and she hadn't told anybody about us yet because she was saving us for that magic moment when she was going to present us to the company. And uh, wow. Yeah, and you know what? Happen. That's big of you to use your, your half of this show to talk about her life crush. <laughs> yes. That was, thank you. Because certainly I could have talked about my own. Certainly. It you, wasn't a big deal for me. <laughs> and that was episode number three, which brings us, to episode four of the Greg and Martin Tamina Chat Hour. Not the final episode that we did, but certainly the final episode I'm going to share with you on episode number 120 of the podcast. And this episode, the theme is synergy. Uh, And synergy is, quite frankly, it's one of my very favorite words. Um, Not just because uh, I, I love to say it and because it looks like energy it looks like it rhymes with energy uh but also just because i I love what it represents i I love what synergy represents which is you know say at the very least you can take two people such as my brother greg and myself 
and you can put us uh, into a room together and we can walk into that room having no idea, no plans, no agenda for what we're going to do. And we can come together and almost invariably, we, we will each and every time, should we choose to do anything creative, something wonderful comes out of it. And it's the sort of something wonderful that couldn't exist separately. Certainly, certainly I can be creative by myself, as I, as I often am. Certainly, Greg can be creative by himself, which he often is. But for me, synergy is when, when, you know, when he and I can get together and we can create something that just otherwise wouldn't have existed. And so for me, that's kind of sort of what synergy is. Whether or not that's what it actually is, I don't give a shit. That's what it is for me. So, uh, here you go, episode number four of the Greg and Martin 10-Minute Chat Hour, Synergy. Welcome, everybody, to the Martin and Greg 10-Minute Chat Hour. Did Welcome. I get the title right, by the way? I think so. The Greg and Martin 10-Minute Chat Hour. Yeah, that's right. This is episode four, and I only just now realized I don't even know. He, he still doesn't know the title. Not a clue. He still doesn't know the title. You know the title, because it's right down there. But more importantly than the title of this show... My name is Martin Straps, the fastest rising superstar in the history of YouTube. Mm. And even more importantly than that, I'm his brother, Greg. I don't know if that's more important. Super way more important. Yes, it is. You know what's more important than you mm. is the topic of today's 10-minute chat. My hat? Mm, I, was, I was not going to reference your hat. You weren't? No, for one specific reason... I know you wanted me to. <laughs> well, you you because I know you saw it. The second you showed up with a hat, this is the first episode I've done with a hat. It's absolutely the first one, mm -hmm. and I I knew that when you walked in with a hat, you were thinking I want Martin both to notice and comment on my hat. Okay, no, that's not that's not entirely that's true. Exactly, I, what I happened. think okay, but you know me. Way better than everybody out there. Mm -hmm. You know me better than a lot of people, yeah. quite frankly. And I'm busy being a superstar. I don't have a lot of time to know you, but I do know you. But that's true. Yeah. That's true. He doesn't have to know me. Uh, but let. But you should let them know. It's kind of... I can say. I can vouch for Greg. See, I, I'll, I'll finish his sentence. Greg loves hats. I love hats. He always has. It's actually more rare to see me not wearing a hat. Mm -hmm. so the, the first three episodes of you, this YouTube show... You got a glimpse that most people... Kind uh, of an anomaly. Yeah. You've Doesn't gotten used a to a Greg that we don't actually really see. No, no. But you're wondering. Everybody who sees me wonders, mm -hmm. oh, he's wearing a yeah. hat. He's always wearing a hat. What's with the hats? Yeah, those of you who know Greg who are watching this show, which, let's face it, is none of you... But hypothetically, you know what if you just were occurred out there, to me? What's that? I think I'm the thirstier of us. I never see you take a drink out of your cup. It's because I know that we only have 10 minutes. That's true, but yeah. I, it's still, I'm a thirsty guy. Oh, you, like you know what? How about this, Greg? Cheers. Oh. oh, you know what that was? I wish was? I wouldn't have drank that. You know what that was? I do know what that was. What was that? Synergy. Synergy. Hashtag synergy. Hashtag synergy. Synergy is my favorite word. <laughs> and it's it's the favorite way that I like to describe you and I, in fact, I, when, when we're sitting around, when we're talking, yes. when, we, when we're spitballing, mm -hmm. things are going well. Uh, every, you know, I, I will usually, I'll, I'll take a moment and I'll look at Greg, mm -hmm. and, I'll bat, and I'll bat my eyelashes. And, he does, and I'll say, I'll say, I'm thinking of a word, and I'll say mm, synergy, right? Uh huh. Mm. Uh, he does. He says it all the time. He says it all the time. So we're gonna say it today. Ready? Hashtag synergy. synergy. Now, our what does that mean for those of us uh, out there who have no idea what that means? Because I mean, I know what it means. Yeah, 
personally. Yeah. I absolutely know what it means. Mm-hmm. But there might be some people out there who don't. What, explain it. To my my them. first, uh, if I, depending on when you grew up, if you grew up in the 80s, Synergy is probably a character on Gem. <laughs> but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's true. All right. Hashtag true story. Mm-hmm. But if, if, we're, if what we're talking about is, you know, two people being creative, Synergy, it's just sort of two people who come together and they're 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 more creative. They're they're more mm-hmm. they create more fruitfully okay. than if they did so by themselves. I think they understand. Yeah. I think they get it now. And you and I, you know, we're we're, we're potentially arguably mm-hmm. at our most synergetic when we're uh, when we're collaborating on short films or novels or novels. Yeah, when I write novels with you. Yeah, and those I, are definitely the better novels. And the, the, the great synergy is when I take your name off the cover. Interestingly, that happens every single time. Mm-hmm. It's happened four times so four, far. Four times, my name mm-hmm. just gets removed. I've got from got the, the novels. I've, I've got the bank account to prove it. <laughs> yes, now, it does. now, but and, and you you make the film like I, I collaborate with you on the films insofar mm-hmm. as sometimes I yeah. act. Yeah. Sometimes maybe you have me look over a script or something, mm-hmm. but you're the filmmaker. But it's still it's fun to collaborate, and some of our some of our most uh, successful collaborations have come not just with short films, mm-hmm. but uh, some of the some uh, some of what's come after doing a short film, such as being invited to go to the film festivals. Okay, yeah, that happens. Yeah, or or begging to get into a film begging, festival. begging because they said, you know what, uh, the bald gentleman with the well groomed beard. We have a feeling that he's going to be a future YouTube superstar. Yeah. Maybe if we can get you guys to come to our film festival he'll come now. With you. Yeah. You know. He'll, yeah. He'll, if we let Greg's film in, mm-hmm. maybe he'll bring the YouTube superstar sensation. Now, now here's what's cool. Is that, well, well, cool to me. I don't know what you guys think. But uh, before we ever went to a film festival at, uh, to, you know, to display one, one of your films and to mm-hmm. do a Q&A, it's, it's a lot of fun. Is uh, we used to make films uh, primarily just because it was fun. Yeah, yeah. We I don't even know that we necessarily. No, I, mean, I mean, of course, now we get paid countless sure. amounts of money mm-hmm. to make films. But back in the day, tens we were just of cents, tens of cents. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, we had yeah, we didn't. We weren't making money mm-hmm. making short films, and yet we kept making them because yeah. we enjoyed making them. Yeah. Remember the first film festival we went to? Absolutely, we went to, we went to the Bend Film Festival in Bend, Bend Oregon. Bend, Oregon, mm-hmm. and we Bend, Oregon is a great town. We love. We Lovely. both fell in love with the town. Lovely, and the people of the town. It was really a lot of fun. So it was like the first film festival we ever went to. Uh, specifically, it was a Uncle Mondo Mojo Man. Uncle Mondo Mojo Man. It was a, do- a seven minute documentary, like a mini documentary that I did about my Uncle Mondo. You can watch it. Who this a, is over? He was a Mojo Man. Yeah, uh, self proof. Where can they see it? By the way. Anyway, YouTube. You yeah. can find it on YouTube or Vimeo. Yeah, greglestraps.com. Greglestraps.com. Go I, was, to I, was, I was trying to get him to plug his website, but I had to do it for him. I'm really bad at that stuff. Anyway. But, the, but we went to the film festival, and it was like, uh, it was wonderful. It was like summer camp. It, it was, was really awesome. We met some really great people. Just, and, yeah, uh, being surrounded by wonderful people who have similar interests. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes films. They yeah. like being, And everybody was like super. I, I, think, in my, I think for me, I was sort of. Because unfortunately, and maybe this could be sort of an L.A. thing, but, you know, there's a lot of people who aren't terribly nice, especially in the creative... In L.A., yeah. you think? <laughs> in Hollywood, there are some people who aren't very nice? Am I, am I, am I, being, uh, am I being polite? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. So that's why I think when we got to Bend, we, I think we were both a little bit pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. We thought everybody was going to be like snobs and nobody was going to want to hang out with us. Yeah. You know? Especially because, you know, the film was only seven minutes long. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but I, but I made the film and I thought, you know, we go, we're we going to the festival. I have to bring you because mm-hmm. of the, what's the word again? Synergy. Synergy. 
And yeah, and we had a lot of fun and we had, you know, we had our, our patter, we would go to parties and stuff like that. And, and we just had it down. Like I would yeah. be talking and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, Oh, oh you haven't seen my film Martins with the, boom. Mm-hmm. Here's a postcard. Yeah. Go check it out. Hashtag it wingman. Best, best wingman ever, <laughs> especially at a film festival. Yeah. I'm yeah. no good at a, at a nightclub or a singles bar, yeah. but take me to a film festival. I'm your dude. He is. He is. And what's and what happens in Bend, Oregon, if you take Martin, stays in mm-hmm. Bend, Oregon. You better believe it. Mm-hmm. You better believe it. But except for the synergy, that comes home with us. No, that comes home with us. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. all the coffee that we drank, that stays there. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want to. Yeah. No, we're not going to. But uh, a few years later, mm-hmm. you had the opportunity to make uh, your, I, you know, I, I, I'll say this and you can disagree if you like, as far as short films go, mm-hmm. your magnum opus. A, a wonderful film called Misplaced. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's, it's yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. You should check it out. Um, and that, yeah, when I, and when I wrote Misplaced, it's, I wrote, uh, actually I ha- I wrote a different part for you. I don't even think I gave you any dialogue I, in that part. I forgot, but I remember now. And then there was a little switcheroo and then I had you come in because, uh, yeah, it just, it, I got the casting wrong mm-hmm. and I thought, you know what? I think Martin would actually be better in this. And then the other person that I had cast in the, mar- in the role that you were going to play mm-hmm. Marcus fly. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think Marcus would actually be better for this. And yeah. so I swapped Turned it. Turned out to be the right call. And it was the right call. It was uh, cause I, Marcus did his role a million he, he times better than I could have so done. So good. It. He was so good. Very it would have been funny. wasted on Very me. funny. Um, but yeah, so we made misplaced and it was like the first time it was the first film that I, had like a crew and mm-hmm. they were actually you know and then i actually had to be like a director and then i was and in it i got to act with a rodney allen rippy the rodney allen child Rippey star of, uh-huh, jack and child Box star youtube superstar He's, together finally in one in one room yeah yeah the synergy was was electric super duper synergy and it was, it was actually threefold because i was in the scene with you guys oh that's so true the three of us acting that's uh, true against each other that's it was true. a lot of fun and uh, and to be completely frank uh i you know Rodney, you you would be hard pressed to meet a nicer human being than Rodney oh, Allen Rippey. Yeah, Rodney's great, but I would, but because he because he was such a big child star, I was terribly nervous. He, he gave me no reason to be nervous. Mm-hmm. I just brought my own nerves to it, thinking, you know, I know that I'm a future YouTube superstar, but he was like a legit child star. No, he used to he hang was, out with Michael Jackson. He was and not, Sammy Davis Jr. He was like you don't get it. I but, do, but when when I was a kid. Rodney on the Jack in the Box commercials was huge. Mm-hmm. I was a huge fan of his because he was he's my age. I'm like, oh my God, this guy is my age and he's on television and everybody knows he is who he is. He was at the the Lakewood Mall, I mm-hmm. think, signing autographs one day. And I made my parents take me to the Lakewood Mall to go get Rodney Allen Rippey's uh autograph. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get anywhere near him because the place was just swamped. The whole mall. And there you go. That was episode number four of the Greg and Martin 10-Minute Chat Hour. That time I got the title right. Uh, if, if you were paying close attention, I did not get the title right at the beginning of episode number four. And the funny thing is, Greg didn't notice because, see, I said my name first. I said Mart- the Martin and Greg 10-Minute Chat Hour. And then I said, did I get that right? And then Greg said, yeah, I think so. And then he said it right. So it just goes to show that uh, Greg doesn't fucking listen to me. But I, I already knew that. I knew that years ago. He's been my brother for for 38 years. I've known that for for 38 years. But um uh he listens to the podcast, so he's listening to this right now. So so now he's hearing. <laughs> now he's hearing that uh, that I got the title wrong. So whatever. Fuck you, dude. Um 
I don't know. Shit. Well, let's wrap this up. I, I do me a favor, you guys. If you have any shopping to do, do it on Amazon.com. But before you go to Amazon.com, please first go to the official website of this podcast, which you'll find at martinlestrapsshow.com. And then when you get there, go to the shop page. And then when you get to the shop page, click on the Amazon banner, and then it's going to take you into Amazon. Do all the shopping you were otherwise going to do, including perhaps buying yourself uh, Star Wars, The Force Awakens on Blu-ray, because that's available now. And if you do that, Amazon in turn will kick a few pennies back our way. And those pennies, by the way, it's it's just a percentage of the money you spend. So it's not like, you know, it's not like oh, whatever. Whatever you spend, we get a percentage. It's 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 minuscule. It's like it's like one percent. It's like a half of a percent. Whatever it is, uh, but 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 it's it's something. It's absolutely something, and it does not affect your bill whatsoever. Your shopping experience is identical to what it otherwise would have been, except because you went through the official website of this podcast. Like I say, Amazon will kick back a few pennies our way, and then we get to take those pennies and reinvest them into the show which allows us to make the Martin Lestrap Show podcast hour as good as we can possibly make it for you. Also, on the official website, you can you can watch all all eight videos, all eight YouTube videos of the Greg and Martin 10-minute chat hour uh, in the, you know, in the in in the same area where you would click the shop button. There's another button that says GM10. That's the letters GM followed by the number 10. It stands for Greg Martin 10. That's pretty easy, right? Click on that. It's going to take you to, to a, you know, a video, and you can you can watch. You can watch all the videos of the audio that you just enjoyed for the last hour. And you can watch the next four episodes, too, if you like. But I'll tell you what. Even if you if you decide not to watch the next four, because you're a pleasure delayer, and I totally get it, because like I said, I haven't yet watched ep- uh, season two of Daredevil, but I can't wait, because I know I'm going to fucking love it. Um, then that's cool, because I've decided that next week... I'm going to play you the next four episodes of the Greg and Martin 10-Minute Chat Hour. I was going to say the final four episodes because we've done eight altogether, but I realized I don't want to say the final four episodes because that makes it sound like we're going to, we're never going to do it again. And that's not true. We definitely are going to do more episodes just as soon as we can sort of, you know, hang out together. <laughs> but anyway, in the meantime, you know, uh, watch the videos or wait until next week, and I will, I, I will do... What I did here, it's so what we did here, it's sort of a, I don't know, I guess it was like sort of the, the audio commentary version of the, of the, the Greg and Martin 10 minute chat hour. So I actually think that, the, that that worked out kind of all right. By the way, if you're not subscribed to the Martin Lestrap Show podcast hour, you should do so on, on iTunes. It's 100% free, super easy. You just go to iTunes, hit the subscribe button on when you see my show. And then every week, a new episode will drop like magic into your iTunes list. However, if you're not an iTunes listener, you couldn't give a shit about iTunes or Apple products, listen, that's your prerogative. I can't make you do it. You have other options. One of those options is Stitcher Radio, which you can find at Stitcher.com. Again, absolutely free. All 120 episodes are there. And starting next week, all 121 episodes will be there, just like they will be on iTunes. If neither one of those options does it for you, then you can always listen to the show the old-fashioned way by going to martinlestrapshow.com. That is the official website of the Martin Lestrap Show podcast hour, where, again, all 120 episodes are available to you. Um, and next week, all 121, and so on and so forth, until I decide not to do the show anymore. But who knows if that day will ever come. So, anyway, that's going to do it, because 
frankly, I'm done talking this week. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. You know what? Maybe, maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go to Netflix and watch Daredevil. Oh fuck! I can't do that because Chanel's not home right now, and she would not be. She wouldn't appreciate it if I started watching Daredevil season two without her. All right. Well, whatever. Fuck me. I'll listen. I'll figure it out. Don't you worry about me. Um, just, just, just. You know, I don't know. Whatever. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I will. You're gonna hear from me next week until then. Uh, go back and uh, listen to some episodes that, that that you missed, and uh, or or listen to some of your favorite episodes over again. Certainly, you must have favorites. I hope. I don't know. Oh, I just had a thought. I'll keep this brief because here I am in the middle of wrapping up, and I just had a thought. So uh, we, uh, as I record, we are uh, we're we're in May. It's May. I don't know what the day is, but we're. Uh, we're like in the last, it's like May 21st or something. I really don't know, but it's whatever. We're, we're, it's, May's almost over, which means June is about to start, June 2016. And on June 25th, the, uh, the winners of the Indie Fab Book of the Year Award are going to be announced. So that means uh, in the next month-ish, like the next four and a half weeks or so, uh, I will find out if... The Vampire, the Hunter, and the Girl is, in fact, the, the, the winner of the Indie Fab Book of the Year. So, anyway, there's that. I, I don't know that it had anything to do with this episode, except I just thought of it, so I figured I would share that with you, let you know what was happening, in case you were, you know, maybe some of you were sort of uh, hanging on that cliff, wondering if I'd found anything out yet. You should know. I would have let you know if something happened. So, so there you have it. June 25th is when I'll know, and I'll tell you guys. Or you can look it up yourself on the internet because the results will be there as well, whatever they are. And that's going to do it for episode number 120 of the Marginal Strap Show Podcast Hour. Thanks, everybody, for joining me. I'd like to thank my guest, Greg Lestraps, who uh, has no idea that he's the guest of episode number 120 because he, does, he doesn't know that I'm putting the, the YouTube show up. Uh, but he does now because he's probably listening to it. So there you go. Hey, brother, how you doing? Uh, I will catch you guys next week. So until next time, I will see you on the other side.